Hey everyone, welcome to the Roro Show with Steven. My name is Roro. Hey Steven, how are you doing? Hey Ro, I'm doing great. How have you been? Mm, I've been doing all right. Now, we need to explain a few things here real quick. First of yeah. all, it's going to sound like we haven't talked to each other in a long time, and then you guys will be like, well, you guys have been putting out shows every week. What's going on? We recorded a whole bunch of shows early on so that we could take some time off during the month of December. Right. So we haven't talked for a while. In fact, I was just thinking about it. I don't think I've talked to you since my sex accident. Since your sex accident? Yeah, I dislocated my thumb during sex. Maybe if you listen to my <laughs> other podcast, you would know that I dislocated my thumb during sex. I have been podcast free for the past month, my friend. So I've listened to nothing. How did you dislocate your thumb during sex? I don't know. <laughs> Just like many of my injuries, I do not know. Wow. I know. Well, okay. So besides that, so for the listener or listeners that are out there, um, yeah. that's why it sounds like we haven't talked to each other. But we we got some news about 2022, and I I'm bursting at the seams here. And this is going to okay. be weird. So we're going to talk about the call that you and I had two days ago. Because we, we hadn't yes. talked uh, since before the holidays, since before my sex accident. And um, <laughs> so I wanted to touch base because we had one last slot for this year that we needed to fill. And we'd already scheduled everything else out. But when I called, I we discussed that. But then I kind of broke up with you, didn't I? Kind of, but it was a it was a a decent breakup. I would say a mutual breakup, and uh, you know the kids will be okay. We'll still be friends, right? Well, so so here's the deal. Now, one of the things that my parents hated when I was growing up, and I attribute this to genetics that I had it because uh-huh. of genetics and because I was adopted. They didn't see that because I do see it in one of our adopt- daughters. Is that. Right. If I get into a situation and I see, so when I was very young, when my grandfather was trying to teach me how to play chess at age four or five, Mm -hmm. they would get mad because I would quit. But what they were finally finding out that I was, I would quit as soon as I found out I couldn't win. And I was realizing I couldn't win before they realized that I, that I couldn't win. I see. And so I have never been shy to say, this isn't working out. We need to try something else. I don't see the need to, to, to be into something. And so now why that sounds weird. And the reason that I, I, I had discussed this is that you have a very, very busy schedule. You have a, That's true. You have a career. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to make a career with this. I, I love mm-hmm. doing this. I love talking to you. I love talking to people. So I'm trying. So it, it, it's, it's been difficult that if we want to try to get like a, a guess, the times that we have that both of us to be involved is kind of limited. We're different time zones. You're in New York City. I'm in Kansas City. <clears throat> so there were a lot of things going on there. So I, I was thinking that, you know, and we had talked about this, like you said, it was going to be a good breakup where you would be on every once in a while. You would be there for me when I needed you. Exactly. Um, but then 
Thursday night, I, I was I was sad, and so the, my wife and I were actually going out to celebrate our 24th anniversary, and so we were talking about it, and I was being mopey and everything, and she asked me, she goes, she knew what it was about. She knew it was about our call, because mm-hmm. it, it, it's been, I think that, I think we are amazing. We're just not showing it yet. We're a work in progress. We are getting, <laughs> we're getting that to that point. And so I, I told Bobby, I go, well, I just, I go, I'm not happy. You know, there's, there's something that I don't know what's going on. And she goes, well, generally when you're in a thing and you know, something's going to work, what do you do? I, I just keep trying things. I, I, I figure it out. And right. I go, that's, that's why I feel bad right now. And she goes, well, why do you think you can't do this podcast without Steven? I mean, besides the besides the point that your name is actually in the show title as well, she, she goes, why do you think you can't do this without Steven? And I go, oh, I can do this without Steven. That's not the point. I go, I don't want to do this without Steven. So, so now what we're doing here on Saturday morning, I'm begging you to come back. <laughs> and what we'll do is we'll try to have a guest. Like I will tell you that I've already done an interview with a former classmate of ours, Craig Wood, mm-hmm. who is right. CEO of a company called Premier International out of Chicago. I did a really, really wonderful interview with him this past week, which will be scheduled to air our first one in January. So we can mm-hmm. intermingle those in. And so that it gives us a week or two off. And then instead, one of the frustrating things for us is, for me at least, when we were doing our podcast, we were recording so mm-hmm. far out in the future that what were timely topics when we spoke of them right. were no longer timely and sometimes no longer even topics by the time the show aired. Right, right. And so we just, I mean, I just want to talk. We'll, we'll talk. If we get listeners, we, we, so, sure. so are you okay with coming back? Well, you know, Rodney, it is always fun to talk to you. And I, and I have loved doing this. And you're right. We do have some, you know, odd schedules between us, but I am confident we can work it out. If it's not every week, maybe every other week, or maybe, you know, maybe I'll be a special guest star for a while and then ease back into the regular role, but we are going to figure it out. I promise you, I am not leaving you. Okay. No way. Good. Then I wanted to get your, your commitment before I told you this next news. All right. Let's hear it. We're on live folks. We're on Apple. (laughs) Wow. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. As of last night, and I, I, it was, and it was funny because I told my wife last night is that I, I go, that was the sign from God that (laughs) last night it, 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 and so the show's on there and every episode. So it, as of yesterday, it became live. And I know that that was one of the frustrations and challenges that we've had is not being able to get our podcast for whatever reason up on Apple podcasts where from my understanding, 70% of all podcasts are listened to. Right, right. So that really cut well, out a significant market. So, yeah. So I wanted, because I was going to feel really bad if we split up or whatever, and then you're like, what? You're on Apple now. 
I mean, that, that's that's like splitting up with someone. You, you, you know, my wife and I splitting up, and then the next day I found out that, oh, by the way, she had the Powerball winning ticket too. You know, so something like that. <laughs> exactly. So I didn't want it to be like that. So, okay. Of course. So I am so glad that we're on Apple. I think that will, uh, I think that will uh, allow more ears to tune in and listen to us. So, okay. So now that we have that out of the way and I'm so excited because I will tell you, I was, I was upset when we broke up and I know it wasn't a breakup. That's just the easiest (laughs) terminology. And then I was, um, anxious about this. And I told, I told Bobby, my wife, I go, I'm anxious. I go, how about if he says no? How about he was like, I didn't want to do that. And that, that, I mean, cause sometimes you're like, Hey, that wasn't, I was going, it, it, you were going to break up with me, but I did it first. So I, I, you know, I, I had a lot of things that I was concerned about. So I'm glad that we're past that. So this will be, so that means technically we wouldn't have a show again until like January 10th, released on the 10th. So that would give us a couple weeks. And I do have another interview or two that will be coming up that I'll be in. And like I said, we can intermingle those in most of those, like the interview with Craig is a great interview, but it's not timely Mm -hmm. to a calendar date or something specific on a calendar. So we could move those around if need be, but that that way we just talk and we'll talk about whatever current events are. And if our shows a half an hour, it's a half an hour of it longer than that it's longer than that so we'll this is a work in progress just like it was at the end of last year but i feel like we're finally the chains are off of us and we're taken off so yay apple that's the only time to talk that's the only time you're going to hear me say yay apple by the way (laughs) oh i say it every day you know i'm an apple person i know and I'm an Android person, although I will tell you... Android, Android. Now, what does Android do? It leads the way it shows Apple what new features are going to be on your phone in like two years. Oh, meaning like, you know, in an untested, buggy kind of way that only Apple can perfect and do correctly? Is that what you mean? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with getting it out <laughs> to the road first. I do okay. find that. So, so my wife, or excuse me. Me and our youngest daughter, who I will say, and this probably has nothing to do with it, but we are both geniuses. Mm-hmm. We are Android people. We're, we're So we're Android people. And then my wife and our oldest, they are Apple people. And it, it is, I just, I have not, and maybe I just haven't paid attention to it, but I find it more often than not, she'll say, oh, this new feature, oh, this camera or something. I'll be like, yeah, I've been able to do that for, you know, however long. So, mm-hmm. and that's, I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't grow up in the Apple ecosystem, so I don't, I, I, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't like right. it. Right. See, I did, see, I did. And I, you know, the first smartphone I got was the iPhone. I, you know, a lot of people did. And I really love the ecosystem and I like how everything works together. And I know there's nothing wrong with Android. I know that. But I, I really enjoy Apple. I mean, it's just, it's fascinating, right? That when Apple comes out with a new feature or a new phone, it's international news. And you're right. It's a feature that an Android phone might have had previously. 
And somehow Apple has taken that market share and turned themselves into a company like like practically no other. And it's 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 fascinating. You know, people used to line up outside the Apple store for days before the launch of a new phone. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was a major event, a major news event. And if anything goes wrong with an Apple phone or 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 an iPhone or something wrong with the operating system, that's also international headlines, you know. So it's 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 really interesting. I, but uh, that that I, I you know what else I, I found out the other day? You will never see in a villain a villain in a movie with an iPhone. Because Apple doesn't allow it. I wonder how they cannot allow that. That almost makes me want to make a movie where everyone that's a bad guy is. Well, Apple. I think that, you know, maybe if you were an independent film and using your own, you know, someone used their own phone, I don't think they could stop it necessarily, but it's like product placement and, and usage of equipment. And so if you were ever watching, let's say a big budget Hollywood horror movie or mystery, and you know, you didn't know who the killer was going to be. If they're holding an app, an, an iPhone in any scene, you'll know they're not the killer. Well, here's here's a funny thing then, because killers usually and bad people usually have the cool stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just saying. So if they don't have the iPhone, then everybody got the cool stuff. No, and I remember exactly when my wife and I split on the Android iPhone. Is mm-hmm. I think that. I think I just got an Android phone. I think she just got an iPhone. I think that there wasn't a lot of thought. It wasn't like early on there wasn't that battle. Like mm-hmm. I'm Android, you know, like it, it's not like red and blue. It wasn't Android versus Apple back then or not like it is today. But I remember we were going to download an app for whatever. Mm-hmm. And the app was free from the Play Store or the Android store, whatever it's called. I think it's the Play Store. And then my wife had to pay for the same exact app. Mm-hmm. And then we found that more often, that the same exact app that I was getting for free, she was having to pay for. And to me, that didn't make any... I, I don't understand... You know, if I'm getting the same exact thing, I don't understand. And so I think that... Actually, I know that's exactly when I was like, well, I'm never going to be an Apple person. And then... You get so far along into that, I think it would be hard for me to jump into the Apple ecosystem at this point. I mean, I, I use Apple computers and things, but I right, still, right. I mean, I'll, well, I'll still, I mean, I'm still using Google Chrome, so I'll right. still use it over Safari. Well, and the basic, you know, it's not like if you had to use your wife's iPhone, you would have no idea what to do. I mean, they're basically the same thing. You know, the operating is pretty much the same. It's Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. Like, she'll want to do something, and I'll just hand her. I'm like, I don't know. I just hand her her phone so that she can open (laughs) the app or do whatever. Or get me to where I need to. Yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, but I am so excited that we're on Apple. When that came up last night, I almost cried. And actually, I think that's the text I sent Bobby. I said, I'm about oh, wow. to cry. We just we just got an Apple. Because I knew that was a big thing for you. That I know that at one point you were yeah. saying that so many of your friends were on Apple and they only used Apple that you weren't really going right. to promote it on, you know, to them until they had easy. And I have had, I promote our show all the time. People will be like, man, do you know what the weather is going to be like tomorrow? And I'm like, well, I think it's going to be hot because I was going to talk about it on one of my podcasts. 
So right. any way I can drop it in, I try to drop it in. But um, hey, That's I great. wanted to ask you a like something that I don't know if you'll know about this or not. When okay for all the the titles that you've had in theater, mm-hmm. have you had to select the act? What who selects the actors? Is that the producer? Is that the director? Who selects an actor? Typically in a play, and is that the same in the movie? I know that's a lot of questions and a lot of processing. Go. Well, in theater, if you're talking about the original production, the first production of a play that the writer or composer or author is involved in, generally the author has approval rights. So that doesn't mean the rights to choose any cast he or she wants, but to approve the cast that usually a director has chosen. Now, usually in theater, it's very collaborative. So usually a director and a writer would be sitting at the auditions together. And I think that if a, a writer just absolutely hated uh, the choice of the director and it was clear that the, that the writer wouldn't approve that person, the director probably would, would move on and vice versa. So the writer does have input in the casting in theater. Now, after that first production, is that always the case? Because you're talking okay. Because you're talking first. It produ- should be the case. Okay. Yeah, it should always be the case, um, at least in professional theater, and it's sort of like a an author's an author's right. Once once you go into other productions, productions all around the country or productions overseas, generally you don't have those approval rights, although you could ask for them, but it gets kind of complicated because, you know, if someone's doing a production of your show in, you know, Indiana or some other state, what are you going to do? Fly to Indiana and, you know, go to the high school where they're casting the show? You know, it doesn't usually work like that. If but you... in any big professional production, you can have casting approval. Okay. Now, or input. So, do you know, so, like, TVs and movies, who would typically, mm-hmm. is it the same, would it be, because, it, like... No, it would be very different, especially in movies. In movies, the writer is usually one of the very low people on the totem pole, unless it's, like, a famous writer, like an Aaron Sorkin or a... Tony Kushner, a big name screenwriter, but just your general screenwriter. Let's say it was me. Let's say I wrote a screenplay and it was being made into a movie. I'd be lucky if I got a ticket to the opening night, you know, because they don't care. You know, that's a bit of an exaggeration, but you would have almost no input in it. Again, unless maybe you're talking a little independent movie that a whole bunch of people are putting together on a shoestring maybe you'd have input but generally that's the producer and director once you get into tv like a tv series usually the producer is the writer so the writers have a lot of power on tv series and the director has very little the director is sort of a person who comes in hired to do a job directs the episode and goes away and then maybe comes back and directs another episode and then maybe another or maybe another director another week. But the, but the head writer who's called the showrunner is generally the producer. So they would have a lot of input in casting. Usually the network that the show would be airing on has final say. So usually like a lot of your favorite shows, like imagine Friends or Frasier, you know, to go back to some of the classics, Cheers, usually the producers have to have two people 
for each part, unless you're talking about a big major celebrity, right. you know, they get a big star to do a show. So they present to the network two choices, two final choices for every role. And the producers can tell the network, this is my preferred cast. This is who we want. But the, the network generally, again, in, in traditional television, gets the final say as to who of the two finals get the part. Well, and the reason I bring this up is two things from yesterday when I was mm-hmm. lounging around the house. I was trying to... I had nervous energy, actually. I think this was actually mm-hmm. after the whole Apple thing. I was trying to figure out because I wanted to tell you, but I didn't. So I sent you that cryptic text last night. Yes. Yeah, so that's what it was about. So I was I was so excited. I talked about but I had all this nervous energy and there's a lot of things that Bobby and I want to watch or to watch with one of our daughters so I can't watch and so I was like well I'm gonna have to watch something I've already seen then and I was trying to figure out what it was so I was like you know what let's go old school I went all the way back to season one episode one of the A-team oh wow which I completely there's an oldie (laughs) I forgot that Dirk Benedict, who plays uh, Templeton Peck, or Face, in it, was different mm-hmm. in the pilot than he was mm-hmm. the entire rest of the, the series. And so I looked that up afterwards, and it did say, like you said, that the the network thought that the person that played it in the the pilot looked too young. Because they were supposed to be like, they were supposed to be like 10 years out of vietnam or something so so they had to have a certain age attached to them and so like you said but then last night we watched a movie called the unforgiven with sandra bullock on netflix Mm -hmm. great movie i highly but the weird thing is do you remember john boy walton yes richard thomas yes he's in the movie okay and it also made, that's why I was asking the question because I haven't, not that he's not a good actor, not that, but I haven't seen him in forever. And so he plays a father, a supporting role in this. I mean, it's a decent size, but I was just trying to think of how they picked him because I, I haven't seen him in anything in a long time. And it just, I mean, you know, I recognize the face. I know exactly who it is. I mean, everyone our age is going to be like John Boy Walton, you know, right. so He's very recognized, but I have not, I can't even remember the last time I saw him in anything. I mean, it's been, if I, if someone said, when was the, before last night, if someone asked me, when was the last time you saw something with John Boy Walton in it? I'd be like, why did he die? Or has it, because I, I wouldn't have known. I, the, I would have only had a 50 50 chance at guessing whether he was alive or dead. And it just seemed weird that to come back out of nowhere for this, this part. Well, here's the thing. Uh, an, uh, an actor sort of uh, at his place, he probably gets, you know, probably the, the casting breakdown for this role was, you know, described, you know, someone of this age and what the character would be like. And then agencies will submit actors ranging from someone as big a name as Richard Thomas, John Boy Walton, who is not that big of a name anymore to unknowns but if you're an actor of a certain age you know in your 60s let's say or however old he is 70s maybe um 
you probably have a lot of credits. You know, you're probably not an unknown. You're probably not a newcomer. You're probably someone that has been around a while. So agents will submit these names. And for all you know, or for all I know, you know, maybe Sandra Bullock is one of the producers of the movie. And she says, oh, my God, Richard Thomas. I grew up watching the Waltons. Get him. Or, you know. Or hey, has that ever happened with you? Or he auditioned. Have you ever um, tried that in one of your plays? Like, oh, yes, that person. No, no, I really haven't. I really hmm. haven't. I, I I haven't had really that opportunity yet. But you never know. Stay tuned. Things might be happening. You never know. I know. Um, but, uh, you know, or, the, or, you know, very... You know, people used to audition. Now people usually self-audition. They, you know, film themselves sometimes on their iPhone or their Android phone, and you know, reading reading the scene, and it gets sent to the producers. And- how old? How old would you think? Because I don't know. I did not look this up. Because that's one of the thing about our our podcast as well is that uh, you know, not only am I a co-host with you, but I'm a producer i mean i'm so excited i will miss our oldest daughter just got i'm choking up right now she got her own place and she's she's moving out next week i believe so and then when our other daughter goes back to school it will just free up some room because like in the middle of the night i wake up and i just have floods of things that i want to write down about our show Mm -hmm. and so being a producer is not one of the my fortes I mean, it would be if I focused on it, but I, that's not what I want my focus to be. So I have not looked up how old. How old would you think Richard Thomas would be? Because I'm thinking that show was on in the early mid seventies, mm-hmm. and he was like supposedly, like I thought a late teenager. So let's say right. eighteen at seventy four. So that'd be fifty six. Mm-hmm. So eleven. So he's sixty five. I guess that works. I was thinking he was be older than that, but now that I do the math in my head. I would say he's somewhere between like 68 and 72. Um, hmm. That'd be 70. That's exactly between 68 and 72. Well, well, yeah, but you know what I mean. I um, let me it would have been funny if you would have said a... between 68 and 70. Get it? Because I'm 69. Well, I'm telling you that I have found out the answer and he is 70. Okay, because that was one thing last night. I I didn't really do the math in my head. Um, but I was, he was supposed to be playing the father of someone that was 25 and he looks, he looks young. I mean, I would put, if I didn't know who he was, I would say he probably looks like he's in his fifties. I wouldn't put him much older than us, the way he looks. So, so it looked fine, but because I knew of him as John boy, I just figured, I just was thinking, you know, he should be where that we skipped a generation, like kind of you're. You're raising your grandkid. That's what you're doing. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's Hollywood. It is. You know. So. You know, because it's it's you know it's it's they want to convey a certain thing on screen, and in reality, the father of a what did you say a 25 year old yes could 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 look just as good as that 25 year old you know or could look like an older brother in real life you know so they 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 usually go a few years older to just really hammer home. No, this is, this is the father, you know, right? but you never know. I know. Was the movie good? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was. Was Richard Richard Thomas was good. He was fine. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. There's to me, 
I can always tell the really good performances and the really poor performances and everything else is middle. Of the, I mean, I just, it's like, I don't recognize them. Mm, well, you know, they made a new Walton's movie. I did a not TV movie. That. I never watched the Waltons as a kid. I was certainly very much aware of it, but uh, apparently was that a, a choice? There's, there's a new, was that there's a, a new ch- John Boy? I I usually gravitated towards more like Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley and Welcome Back, Cotter and Three's Company and Charlie's Angels, sort of the more modern ish mm, things. Whereas like Walton's Little House on the Prairie, uh, they were extraordinarily popular when we were young. Um, we just never watched those in my house. I don't know why. I know they were good. Yeah. You know, I know that, you know, but, you know, or West, like Gunsmoke, things like that. We just never watched. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really remember. I remember laughing. My parents watching that. Oh. They were, they watch where I, Sonny and Cher. Joe. Mm-hmm. Donnie and Marie. Yes. They would, oh, I, the good old days. These these kids today, they don't know what they're missing. No, and I've told my daughters that. I've actually apologized that one day they're going to look back and these are going to be their good old days. So I've apologized yeah. in advance for that. Right. So Well, in terms of, it's interesting, in terms of entertainment, you know, there are so many wonderful things now, probably better than when we were young. But when we were young, and this is such a stupid cliche, but there were only three networks. But what that meant was just about anyone you would ever know, anyone you would ever meet from any walk of life, most likely was watching the same entertainment that you were watching. Right. And you had to watch it live. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least you at least knew of it. Like if you didn't watch the NBC, you at least knew what was on NBC. So you at right. least heard of it. So everyone had sort of a collective language because we all grew up watching the same things. Now there's, again, so much wonderful programming. I hear about shows you know you see award nominations things i have never even heard of things i never knew existed people say you know oh did you watch so and so show or or or, or something and i won't even know what they're talking about so you know we we all don't have the same entertainment language anymore is what i'm i guess i'm trying to say bobby and i saw a trailer for i believe it's a new netflix show called something somewhere i believe comes out january 16th you should look at that trip it looks good it's based in in kansas i believe it's based in in lawrence and the oh, wow. the, the thing that caught my eye I wasn't really paying attention i noticed that she was wearing a jayhawks t-shirt and then i started oh, wow. i started seeing the surroundings and more and more so it, it looks very funny it just it, it looks interesting so but this is the kind of stuff that we'll be able to talk about so as we get ready to wrap up I want to talk about 2022. What are okay. your expectations for for the show first and then for you in general? What are your expectations of 2022? For for our show in 2022? Yes. What, what, the- what do you want to see? I mean, because we've talked about some of the chat. We talked about it a couple of days ago. That right. I think that you sound good. I'm using right. a very different microphone and soundboard system than your headset and phone that you're using. So correct, there is a difference, and I know that that's one thing that you said you didn't like. So 
Right. So right. I don't know how we solve that, but I think that's one thing we work on in 2022 is how to make you sound like like me how how we make ourselves sound like we're sitting next to each other. Right, exactly. That's definitely a goal. And it's Although I will tell you Bobby difficult. Bobby says you sound great. When she listens I know that she is at least one of the people that listens to her podcast. And I will tell you that she says that you sound great. And she can tell well, she can tell you, she can notice when something's going on like when you switch microphones at one point she could tell. So uh-huh. so she is aware. I mean people are okay. They hear that. So uh, so what else? Any other? I would just like to see us get on a, a a good schedule and have exciting guests, exciting topics and build our audience and just most importantly have fun. Yeah. That's what I'd like to see us do. And however that manifests itself will remain to be seen, but I'm sure we will figure it out. So I think that's going to be exciting to see what happens, you know? And as for myself in 2022, I have a lot of hopefully very exciting things happening with my shows that might involve more than just being on stage and i'm hoping that all of those things come together and the stars align i'm also hoping that for and i hope you can talk about it because you can tell you're bursting at the seams to talk about it i'm bursting at the seams but i can't talk about it i know i know bursting at the seams but i will be able to hopefully at some point one way or the other i can say this is what might have happened and it didn't happen or it is happening at some point i'll be able to say but i'm hoping for the theater industry uh that covid is either controlled eradicated or made uh, more under control so theater can be more sustainable because last night for example eight broadway shows had to be canceled is that out of nowhere due to lack of performers or due to lack of ticket sales or both no no it's never lack of ticket sales (laughs) it's literally someone I don't know exactly the procedure, but they're tested for COVID. And if someone comes back positive or other people come back positive, they have to retest everyone. And then whoever tests positive can't be in the show. And if there's enough understudies that to cover those parts, then the show can go on. And if there are not enough understudies, the show has to be canceled. So eight shows got canceled last night. Some shows are canceled for the next week, like Hamilton, canceled for the rest of the week. Uh, you know, there was a, a show called Moulin Rouge a couple nights ago. The audience was in the theater. It's eight o'clock. The show's about to start. People are waiting. They make an announcement. Sorry, everybody, you have to go home. We have a COVID, a positive COVID test. Radio City Music Hall, you know, the Rockette show. Yeah. Yesterday, they canceled for the entire rest of the year because of covid the entire rest of the year they're missing christmas they're missing new year's so it's really it's it's a very bad situation i think part of it is because the testing procedures are just a little odd like instead of having everybody test at like let's say four o'clock the afternoon of the show and then getting the results by five and if the show can't go on then they at least let people know all these poor people are showing up to the theater, finding out 10 minutes before, after the show's already started, that the show's canceled. And that's really bad for the industry as a whole. And I am hoping that whatever happens, that 
a better procedure is put in place or we no longer need the procedure because it's scary out here. It is. And yeah, I mean, they're starting to cancel <clears throat> a lot of sports. I looked last night right. to see what time the Tampa Bay Lightning hockey game was today. They're playing Colorado. Tampa Bay's one of the top in the East. Colorado's right. top in the West. I mean, this was a big marquee matchup on a Saturday. And it ended mm-hmm. up getting postponed because of COVID. Right. Right. And, I mean, that's, I mean, you know, because if there was a game that they were going to do everything they could to get played this season, it would have been between these two teams on a Saturday right. afternoon. So right. it's, it's gotten bad. I mean, and it's being around going out to retail. It's it seems like it's broken the retail sector as well, because you walk in yes. and you would think it was the middle of February, not a week before the holidays. So right. things are really strange. So well, from, go ahead. Sorry. I was just, just going to say on that happy note, <laughs> Well, I was going to say for me, for real quick, for me for yes. 2022, I am hoping that by the end of 2022, I don't have a regular job, that I am just doing this. I do have not only this one, but I do have another one with my, my wife, and uh, I've lamented a third one that I have. It's one that I very much like, but it is taxing my soul. Right. Um, and it's I like to talk about it, but I just don't have enough time. If I, if this is the only thing I was doing, I would definitely do that. So I'm going to try to do that. I also for my podcast with my wife, I am going to try to script a show or two, and then I'm going to see if anyone knows which shows were scripted and which weren't. Which I think you're going to be able to tell because my wife refuses to say the word fuck. And, oh, okay. and I would be hard pressed not to just bury that so that she's reading along and then she, and then you can hear it come to a screeching halt and you'll know, Oh, nope, it's scripted because she came to the <laughs> F word. So, um, I, so I hope Wonderful. to do that. And then, uh, you know, personally, I, I'm happy as a, a clam. I mean, I always am now granted I have cut a lot of stuff out of my life that uh, normal people my age probably stress about. You know, a lot of responsibility, like a lot of people. So I always, I I heard it somewhere. So this is not me making up. They said they can tell how complicated your life is by the number of keys on your key ring. So how many keys do you have on your key ring, Stephen? Two. Me too. So, and I like that. I mean, I have a car key and a house key. That's the only keys that I have. I have a I have a key to my apartment and a key to the mailbox downstairs. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. So and and I like that. I don't want to be that person that you know gets called in the middle of the night has leadership responsibilities that gets called in the middle of the night because an alarm went off or this happened or that. I don't I don't want that. So I've been happy as a claim and I want that to continue. Oh, lucky but you. I know. So I am hoping that 2022 that I'm so excited. I. I kept telling Bobby, I was like, man, I wish I would have never called Stephen on Thursday about doing that. So I was I was hoping that we'll continue on. So we will have times. We will be, our shows will be, the just like I think they have in the past, they'll get better. And that's another thing that's real quick that has frustrated me is because when something timely would come up when we would record it, I would bump a show. And so 
our shows are not in order of how we recorded them. And so that's right, also right. concerned me that it may not sound like we're growing as individuals, as, as podcasters, because they're not in chronological order. Going forward for you and I, when we're doing our show, it will be in chronological order. I don't want us, unless there's something that necessitates it, I don't want us to record for something we're not going to put out for a month. So I think sure, that will, I think great. that will, I think that will help as well. So Stephen, I was, I was just going to say, sorry to interrupt yeah, you, but no. some of those previous podcasts that we recorded, while they may not be the most timely, you know, hot button issue or news story at the moment, I think they're great time capsules because they were very important at that moment. And I do think they'll be interesting for someone to listen back on and hear what our thoughts were when that was initially happening. Yeah, you know, and- like our discussions about COVID today. I hope that that gets dated very fast. Right. You know? Yeah, and I was speaking more to the if people listen to us. The, I don't want someone to go. God, they actually sound like they're getting worse. They're, you know, they have no. So I was talking more about that chronologically. Like I understand I that mean. everything will get dated eventually. I hope, like you say, but exactly. I, I, I don't want people that if they've listened to us for the last four months. I think we have fifteen or sixteen shows out now. That I don't want them to think that, oh, well, they don't have consistency. It seems that could be because some of those shows and I can look, you know, I postponed for five weeks from the time that we recorded and that will not happen in 2022. So I I think that, you know, if you listen to us weekly and I know this is late in the show to say it, but please subscribe, follow or like, um, however you do it. But I think if you do that, you will notice from week to week that not only are our topics more timely for that week that you're listening to if you're doing it currently, but also you'll you'll hear us grow as podcasters and how we interact with the with each other. And I'm looking Absolutely. forward to that. So, Stephen, Me too. it was amazing. Hey, I I'm not going to talk to you on a podcast again before the new year. So have an amazing New Year's Eve. Be safe. I know you you're too. in New York City. Um, we'll probably hold up here in Kansas city doing nothing. So you have an amazing new year, uh, to everyone else out there. Uh, we do have a new episode coming out on January 3rd with, it's an interview with a friend of ours, also a CEO of a company. His name's Craig Wood. It's an amazing interview. So I hope you all turn into that. So Steven, you want to say, uh, anything to the people at the end of the year? Thank you for listening this year and coming on this journey with us. And we look forward to having a great 2022 with you. Stay safe and stay healthy. I know. I'm so excited that we're on Apple as well. Yes. I know. Now you can now you can actually make us, um, what, what would that be? Relationship official. Can you do that? That's right. Okay. Absolutely. So, it's so, so you can tell your friends now, go, okay, so I've had this relationship with this guy this last few months, and I, I'm finally le- letting you in on it. It's You can find it on Apple Podcasts. You got it, my okay. friend. Stephen, thank you so much. Everyone else, this is The Roro Show with Stephen. We'll talk to you all again soon. Have a merry Christmas, because it's not actually Christmas yet. This may be out afterwards. Anyway, have a happy new year. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.